Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the third and final part with Norman. Last week we were talking about something. I don't really remember what, but let's get straight to it. Okay, so I'm going to throw some questions at you now. Okay, so first question here. Uh, what's your favorite thing about New Zealand? Because you've lived here for 11 to 12 years now. Surely there must be something that you really, really enjoy about New Zealand. The passport. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know it sounds funny, but I love the look of the New Zealand passport. Like I feel like I would be, you know, it's it's gonna be a proud moment when I hold one. Um, but besides that, I would say, um, just how laid back and how chill people are here. Uh, and yes. I really mean it. I recently had a chat with someone who's not from New Zealand. Um, he's been working here for a few years. He's from um, uh, a country in Asia mm. where, you know, life is fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And he was complaining about how things are not getting done at work and things mm. like that. And the example that he gave me, for me, that just sounded so foreign, the way that he thinks. I'm like, isn't that normal? Mm. I mean... Yeah, so that's when I'm starting to see the difference between, you know, my lifestyle and... How about the thing you hate about? Oh, thing that I dislike about New Zealand is probably the fact that we are so far away from the rest of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. I would like to be able to, you know, take like a two-hour flight to the next country available. Um, Mm. I know that there are heaps of islands around and i probably will visit those one day Mm. um but yeah i would like to have more options okay yeah fair enough fair enough or just to be able to say drive to another country that sounds like a super foreign concept when you're when you're from new zealand right Mm. but when you're when you live overseas for example europe you drive around you train to another country even yeah so yeah Hmm. accessibility okay Favorite food that you can only get in New Zealand? There's none. <laughs> there's nothing that you can only get in New Zealand, right? I mean, I know there's a whole fight about pavlova. What are your thoughts on pavlova? It's pretty crap. It's not my favorite at all. It smells a little bit fishy. It smells like egg whites because it is made out of egg whites, and that's not a pleasant smell to me. Um, so I don't know why we fight for the title of you know the origin of. Pavlovas. Um, other than that, can you think of something that hangy maybe? But that's a way of cooking, though. That's not. Oh, hangy, hangy. Yeah. Mm. Um, have you ever had hangy before? No, I haven't. I mean, uh, it's nice, you know. It's like wholesome food, but it's, you do get that that dirt taste. In it. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. A, a bit. It's not. It's not strong, but you do. You do get a bit of it. Wow. But maybe that was just the hangy that I had. Mm. I don't know. Um, okay. Interesting. Favorite place in New Zealand favorite place yeah. in New Zealand I mean do you do much traveling Norman <laughs> around New Zealand I have started um, but I always go to the same places in New Zealand um, the the latest discovery that I that I went to was Napier shout out to my <laughs> friend Grace 
Oh my lord, the only weekend that I was there, there was a bloody state of emergency <laughs> declaration <laughs> because they have a flood. Apparently, the first time in 200 years that they Oh, had. wow. Okay. Yeah, it, w- it was bad. Yeah. Um, I actually slept with my suitcase on top of my bed because that's how bad I expected it to turn out in the morning to be flooded in my room, in Airbnb room. Um, but that was super super nice. It it was great to, to see. I guess, the true New Zealand, kind mm. of because what I've been to, Christchurch, Wellington, Auckland. That <laughs> those are all cities. The three major cities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those are all cities. Um, I love Queenstown as well. Kadrona Ski Field, great place to be. See you guys there in July. Um, yeah. No, I really want to explore more. Um, I mean, if you are keen for a road trip, let's do it sometimes. What made you get into snowboarding? Or what's... Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there was no push. There was no... There was no... There's no real reason. Um, when was that? July last year. When, <laughs> July last year, yeah. When uh, me, Ronald, and a couple of friends went to Queenstown. Um, I was by... I was by myself because everyone else went to a shop to buy something. Or to look at something in particular, I can't remember. But I remember going off somewhere by myself and I walked past the uh, Cadrona store in uh, um, downtown Queenstown and there was a huge line so I was like you know what why not pick up a hobby mm. or, or, or a sport because you know I don't I don't sport <laughs> I'm gonna turn that into a verb I don't sport um, and I signed up for a beginner lesson the next day they had uh, one spot left on the bus and so yep I purchased my ticket, I ditched you guys the next day, I believe, and went off and got my first snowboarding lesson, and I'm pretty sure I went back three times after that, mm-hmm. within, between July and September, so I, oh, cool, it's cool. just instantly, I just fell in love with the sport. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. And have you had any injuries like, while snowboarding? <laughs> Oh, I hate you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, how do you even describe that? Yeah, of course, if you're snowboarding, you're going to fall, right? So, my last trip to Queenstown in September, straight after Auckland came out of level three, on the very first day of my five day trip to Queenstown, <laughs> three days to be spent on the mountain literally the first maybe five minutes on the slope so yeah the first day um, me and my friend decided why don't we go on the magic carpet and refresh our body oh so what what is magic carpet uh magic carpet is uh, the beginner area you know um, (laughs) instead of going on the chairlift you go on the uh the uh, the escalator i would say the Uh, flat escalator that's called the magic carpet oh gotcha Yeah, Yeah. yeah okay Oh gosh, I think that's what it's called. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and yeah, as soon as I went down the first slide, I fell with my thumb open and that slided a little bit. And I went straight to the physio at the ski field and um, they put me on a little cast. And I was pretty much handicapped for. Uh, I think the whole two months after that, <laughs> it took. It's only one thumb, but it affects your movement yeah, so yeah. much. Yeah. Wait. So this you broke your thumb? Or was it, or did I it... didn't break it. Um, 
I can't remember what exactly happened to it. Okay, interesting. It was painful. And that, yeah, but that hasn't that hasn't put you off snowboarding though. No, I honestly just went back to the mountains straight after <laughs> straight after going to see the physio. I know it would have been funny if you broke. Yeah. <laughs> you break your other thumb. Like, yeah. yeah, My friend was like, "Are you sure?" I'm like. You know, screw it. I already paid for the ticket. <laughs> I'm here for another four days. I'm not going to let this ruin my holiday. No, um, sure. So, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure that that, uh, that did affect my recovery time by a bit. But, yeah, no, great time. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Felt very manly after <laughs> having my first spot injury. Oh, surprisingly, I still haven't, um, I haven't injured myself, like, serious injury. You don't really do spots, though. <laughs> do you do spots? <laughs> Rugby, uh, going back, back to episode one, rugby. Yeah, I played rugby, uh, did a bit of, I played tennis when I was younger, Oh yeah. did swimming uh, when I was younger, I'm swimming right now, uh, played, I used to play badminton, but no, no, I never really. Right, yeah. I think I got into a car crash, if that counts. Oh, oh <laughs> uh, so, what? Yeah, no, so this is in year 13, so like my last year of high school. Okay. My friend, uh, it was like a friend's house in Kashmir, so up in the hills. And, you know, we're 18, you know, we just want to drink, have some fun. One of my friends, and the, the driver, he had had some, some alcohol, uh, a little mm-hmm. bit. And, did I have some alcohol? I think I had some. I think I had some. And I was sitting behind the passenger seat. Mm-hmm. No, so not passenger, the driver's seat. And my friend Mark was sitting in the passenger seat. And, you know, we're driving around just doing skids, some doughies. It was, it was fucking awesome. And there was this really tight corner that we didn't see because this patrol car, security patrol car, started chasing us. We're driving super fast and there was this sharp turn. We didn't see it and we just went straight into a tree. And luckily, I was wearing my seatbelt. My friend Mark, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt and he just smashed his nose onto the windscreen, which is... Oh, wow. That, that was hilarious. Like, you should have seen the size of his nose. It was... Is that how Drake became a thing? <laughs> Did he need a nose contour job? And well, he just t- took a picture of Drake into the surgeon's office. And <laughs> well, funny thing, it, like, it was broken. And it was just kind of like, it, was, it wasn't straight anymore. You know, it was, oh it, it was, it was Mark. Dude. And I remember him telling me that he went to the doctors after like, you know, a couple of days. And they were trying to push, you know, force that nose back into like into that normal position, the original position, and they were exerting a lot of force, and it would not move. So if you look at Mark now, you will see that his nose is crooked; it's not straight anymore. Dude, for those who are listening, our friend Mark looks, I'd say, eighty nine percent exactly like Drake. He is pretty popular with the ladies. Yeah, he was right. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was the topic of the party wherever true true yeah, yeah. everyone has loved him yeah but yeah but if you looked at him very carefully you would notice it's the nose it was crooked it was not straight anymore yeah. but honestly it was funny like him and i we went to the hospital i i actually i would have been fine if i didn't kind of look through the kind of like the middle of the car to kind of see what was happening because mm. something came off the dashboard flew at my my left eyebrow so if it was a little bit lower i would have lost my eyesight Jeez. but luckily nothing nothing it didn't happen and so I just got two stitches in my eyebrow. So we stayed at the hospital. I think it was like Christchurch. What was it? Christchurch Hospital. You don't need the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we, we stayed there until like 5 a.m. We, we left the hospital and we just walked to the Rick and McDonald's. And it was super cold and we were sharing a bloodied hoodie between the two of us. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know that stupid tree just came out of nowhere? Yeah, I hate it when that happens. Yeah. The trees and the mailbox, you know, that person on the side of the road, they just came out of nowhere. Exactly. You can't blame us for, you know, wanting to speed around. Oh, absolutely. I, I was not going to... You know, cashmere, yeah. you know, all those tight turns. You know. I've been down the mountain. <laughs> yeah. You, you know that thrill, you know? No, I don't. The need that for was speed, a freaking baby. stupid move. That is so crazy. <laughs> no, no, come on, mind you, we were young, you know, we are just dumb kids. And... Yeah. I learned my lesson, you know, I learned never to drink and drive, except uh, for those times where <laughs> I wanted to go home after your embassy parties, and I was like, you know, fuck it, man, like, 4am, I can make it home. After explaining the condition <laughs> that you were always in after our parties? <laughs> wow. <laughs> to live life to the full, you know. Well, I was just gonna say that, you know, if there's, if there's one silver lining out of your crash story is that you would never do that again, but, you know, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say it. So after, like, <laughs> university, I, I did actually learn, I just thought, fuck, what the hell's I doing? And now I don't, I don't, I don't drink any, I barely drink anymore. Um, <laughs> if I do drink, I usually get Zoe to drive, like, get an Uber. You just don't have the opportunity to drink, because you don't have us around. Christ true, 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 yeah. There, I mean, like, I did go drinking yesterday. I met a good friend back, who came back from America. Right, another quick question, okay? So you've been to a lot of different places. You've gone to, I'm assuming you've gone to a lot of nightclubs. Is that correct, Norman? You were a bit of a party animal when you went traveling? I was. Yeah? <laughs> so... Uh, best experience. Best ex. If you are going to choose Singapore, give me some. Oh answers. well, Singapore is definitely one of the best. Um, best experience, I would say, Sarah Saxon. If you're listening to this, uh, remember that one time when we went to a club in Vietnam. Um, so me and a couple of Kiwi friends, we went to Vietnam one year. Uh, we went to the club, and one of my Vietnamese friends um, ordered some brownies. And pineapple cakes, with the same purpose, and we were munching on those. We were like, "Oh, this is probably fake stuff." In Vietnam, we're not feeling anything, so we party for like two hours, three hours straight. After that, we had shots of vodka and everything. Still couldn't feel the brownie. As soon as we came out of the club and started having some midnight snacks, Sarah just started crying, on the side of the road, and that was just so awkward for everyone else, including myself. Um, by at that time I think we were talking about me possibly moving to Canada and something like that so <laughs> she was she had this whole story in her head that that this would be our last time hanging out together or something similar so she started crying this is mind you 3 a.m. in the morning on the side street of Vietnam the Vietnamese, the locals are probably like, what the fuck are these guys? <laughs> these well, fucking This is why we should stop. Yeah, these foreigners. This is why we should just stop opening the border. <laughs> um, probably not a concept back then. Um, uh, but yeah, that was that was still one of the best clubbing experience. That was just so great to have my Kiwi friends in my motherland. It was mm. it was strange. It was something that I wouldn't. I, I never expected to happen. Yeah. And yeah, no, good night. Good night, Sarah. I don't remember ever getting that invite to this trip. I actually don't remember inviting. And I believe we weren't even close during that period, which is crazy because that was in the same year. That was 2016, July to September when we went to Vietnam and Singapore. I came back, I probably raved about it to you, Victor. And then you were like, your friend is getting married in Malaysia. Why don't we just go for a trip or something like that? Uh, 
Yeah. And mind, you, and mind you, I was in Taiwan at the time. Were you well. always a part of our trip? What trip? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was planned to be a part of that trip in the end of 2016. <laughs> but um, things happened. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, no. Clubbing experience, yeah. How about you, Ronald? You've been to some <clears throat> clubs in Taiwan. Taiwan, yeah. No, it was. Um, oh well, there were some bad, some kind of experiences that I want to forget. To be honest, uh, I just remember like this is this is me by myself with my cousin. So none of my Sam wasn't there. None of my friends were there. It's just my cousin and I, and I could just get dry. I started doing shots at the club, and I just I don't know why I just got onto the the stage at the front of like, the dance of the kind of the dancing area uh, started dancing I was like hold and then I remember doing that I'm um, thinking to myself fuck what am I doing and it was fucking awkward I know not <laughs> aw- awkward for me embarrassing for me I should say because that afterwards I would remember it and I was like fuck man what the hell was I doing that was not the right move <laughs> probably the same level of awkwardness when I saw Victor getting on uh, the uh, pole dance stage <laughs> At a club in Singapore, New Year's Eve. Victor Angie, don't act like you are confused. Justin, if you're listening to this, can you please clarify? Um, you got shirtless. And oh. you jumped on the pool box. Pool box? What do you, how do you call those pole dance? The uh, platform? The platform of yeah. the pool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, Victor, I have the video evidence of that if you want to. <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll kind of we'll upload that. You know? Yeah, we'll, we'll share, we'll share that. We'll upload that. Yeah. Just and, this, uh, look to your own. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Subscribe to my, my YouTube channel. Yeah, you know, Chilling was, with Dumpling. This was me, Victor, our friend Ethan from New Zealand, um, hanging out with a bunch of, I would say, strangers <laughs> that we met for the first time that night um, at the club. And yeah, I, I guess I thought I was drunk. I wish I was drunk. <laughs> to not remember that <laughs> experience you, you took a video <laughs> yeah because i <laughs> yeah, thought i was memories, drunk you know that to remember yeah. like because i thought i was drunk <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I just think nightclubs in like asian countries man so much better than so wild right yeah. and oh i don't know i mean we might be very biased but um i just feel like it's more civilized <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People fight here for some reason. I mean, true. Everyone's just there to have a good time. Well, yeah. in the Asian nightclubs anyway. Yeah, and I probably feel more comfortable when people are more around my height. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't say that anyone was near as short as I am. <laughs> but, you know, I wouldn't be surrounded by, you know, a bunch of six-foot-tall guys mm, in the crowd. Mm, and mm. that makes me feel very uncomfortable sometimes. I, mean, like, I can't relate, but... Yeah, yeah. So you reckon Vietnam, that was one of your memorable, like probably one of the best experiences. Yeah, I'm going to be biased. Okay, cool, cool. The best travel partner. The best travel partner? Honestly, I barely have a travel partner. (laughs) If you know me, I used to always do it by myself. Mm, Yep, yep. I went to Dubai by myself. My first couple of times in Singapore was by myself. Um, so I don't have a partner um, until Victor and G came along and begged me for my staff discount. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, his first time in premium, ex- premium economy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
Um, we no, I reckon yeah. I I only have Victor as as an example as yeah. a travel partner, but yeah. But just be aware that I am available as well. <laughs> <laughs> I am keen on oh, those staff discounts mm, as well. Your name just never came up. <laughs> I mean, I think it was ever since that Singapore trip that I had to kind of bail out on. You know? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we did we did go to Korea last beginning of last year. Yeah, yeah. and I I enjoy having you as a travel companion actually. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I did. Yeah, Victor was kind of shit. <laughs> Yo, man, is this just roasting? Yeah. He was. Let's just say he wasn't the life of the. Oh. <laughs> He was the hey guys, I'm just gonna call it off. You know, I'm not drunk, I'm not tipsy, but I'm just gonna call it off, you know, I'm just gonna call it a night and go home and sleep early and be boring voluntarily. He woke up early and got to actually walk around during the you know, morning time, which is which is cool. Well you guys went to that place and you guys were so tired that Norman said that he just felt like he didn't want to go. Yeah. What did I even the, well, you know the round two? Round two plays that we, me, you, Zoe, and Jung went to. Oh, yeah. I, I was so gone by then. Oh, I think that, yeah. Not the, it was chilled. It was chilled. I think it wasn't as fun as when we were doing the karaoke and like, eating I that was, live. I was Whatever. sleepy. You know why? Because I had one of those um, Asian flush patches. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Asian. Which one of the... Uh, effects that it does on you is to delay the the process of um, of experiencing alcohol yeah slowing the process of intoxication yeah Uh, true true, true. you did Um, that yeah so when we were doing round one you know i was like i feel great um i never realized i could drink this much i'm not feeling anything (laughs) at all as soon as we went to round two holy moly that just hit me like once that was the night that the night before, uh, yeah, the night before uh, going to, what was that place that you guys went to? Was it Busan? Was it? No, it wasn't Busan, was it? We went to Busan, yes, but was it the night before? I, I think it was the night before. I think it, was, oh, it starts snowing, snowing the next day. I don't think no, 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 drinking no. hips a night before was a good idea if we were going to have to take a bus to Busan. Yeah, I don't think that. Oh, I remember, oh, I can't remember, memory's bad. Mm. No, but yeah, no, that trip. Loved it. What a what, that was a great trip. Got to see some old friends again, which is really nice. And actually, finally got to travel with you. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think it was a long, long time coming. But um, yeah, everyone just has to um, get in line. But it will happen one day. Yeah, you, know? yeah, you yeah. will get to travel with me one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Frida is gonna exit herself out of the line. <laughs> I think one good thing about you, I'll say one good thing about traveling with you is that you you do organize, you do organize a lot of the stuff, and which is like great because honestly, I'm I'm bad at organizing stuff. I like to just I like to be a sheep on trips, mm. you know. So usually, whenever Zoe and I go traveling, she organizes everything, mm. and I just follow along. I think that's great. Yeah, you know? I actually yeah I did organize our trip in Vietnam as well, which was not easy with seven people. True. Um, might have lost a friend during the process of the trip um, <laughs> um, but yeah it's just it's not I, I don't see that as hard work it just comes so naturally mm. there are times where I feel like uh, damn I'm being 
really nancy about this where mm. i just force people to do what they want but at the same time whenever you ask people like what do you guys think of this most most people would just say oh whatever you feel like doing yeah, we'll do yeah. that so i'm like you know what if you're gonna put me in charge i will be in charge and make the decision so yeah final question here norman if you won the lotto next week what's the first thing you're gonna buy oh i'm gonna get a new car I'm gonna get a Suzuki Jimny. If uh, you have heard of it, um, it looks great for decoration. Drives pretty average on the road. Um, obviously, it's an excellent off-road, which I didn't manage to have a test on. Uh, but yeah, I, I get a new car. I will uh, buy a house as well because we did mention a lot of like, so that's gonna be a lot of money. And I will give each one of you in the room one whole thousand dollars. Wow, look at that. <laughs> You're very generous. Yes. You are very, very generous. <laughs> Is that all? Okay, maybe $2,000 for you, Victor. Just because I owe you money that one time. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Norman, for coming on to the podcast. It's thank been you. a pleasure having you. And I wish you all the best. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you, Ronald. Oh. That is so kind. Let's, uh, let's just do a handshake on this. Let's just uh, let's do this again one. Yeah, Sometimes. of course, of yeah. course.